0: coming to you live. This is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action Forward News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Comet number 5 providing you new ways to lose your friends.
1: Then we have Big Tuck your breaking news source. Yes, and as I uh said when I first met Stouty at the rescue place, Mr. Bubbles, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Is that what you said first, Mr. Bubbles? Well, yeah.
0: squeamie getting caught up on meta traffic with the weatherlight report oh i'm happy to be back bringing you the beat on the street then we have the head of cmd tower himself well even when he tries to get a little r&r his entirely normal armchair breaks what a shame for tuning into your number six source of magic the gathering news we're going to start off the top of the castle. It's <sighs> carnage that it's yeah, here with. Just 45. I was on stream last week. It was on Tuesday. Good old Mr. Bevers. I try to be on his channel at least once a month. And uh, James, some good games. A uh, guy named Andrew from the UK. Of course, uh, the commander mechanic. And then uh, That's Mr. A good name. Bevers. And A, I want to say huge shout out to the community for channeling. community uh points to help me do my uh missouri mtg box break it was very exciting to Uh, see that for a cool thousand dollars you get a sealed box of time spiral remastered (laughs) a revised badlands and a revised volcanic island so oh that's a pretty
2: sweet goddamn deal
0: yep uh granted i need to figure out how to offload all of this because i don't want any of it So if you're paying cash give me a call uh but the game i want to talk about it was uh my animar deck at the table and animar it just it basically does nothing other than eventually go infinite and mill you out or i play most of my deck something like that and so turn one i got ultra the brood out felt real nice Got some milling done. I milled some key components, but then I got land screwed for a hot minute. Like, I had to use my points to give myself treasure tokens <laughs> just so I could, like, kind of contribute to the game. Uh, but it got to the point where I did have Palinocron in hand. And if you guys aren't familiar, Palinocron, uh, I think that's four colorless blue, blue when it ATBs untap up to, or no, sorry, Great Whale. untaps up to seven lands and then you can return it to your Mm -hmm. hand for i think two colorless two blue or something like that and so eventually what you guys kind of get to is you're with animar you get enough counters on it to where you're literally only paying six mana to have the great whale go back to hand and replay it total uh and so therefore it ends up uh, generating infinite mana uh, I was feeling very scared. Uh, someone was playing the, uh, is it Dragon from the uh, uh, last set Strixhaven? Uh, it's the one- uh, Prismari, right? The treasure <sighs> one? Yes, there we go, Prismari. Yeah. And so he had a ton of artifacts out, tapping for stuff, and I felt uncomfortable. I felt like I needed to do something about it, <laughs> but it, but in doing so would have gotten rid of my altar of the brood. So I just did it anyways. I played a Bane of Progress, wipe the board of artifacts and enchantments hurt myself, but it's like, hey, I needed to do it. Well, literally the next card I drew on my next turn was Deadeye Navigator, which would have given me my infinite (laughs) blink, infinite mill. So I was like, okay, here's what I could do though. I at least could generate infinite mana and I can draw out my deck because I have soul of the harvest on the battlefield. We're good. Play Deadeye. Go to blink. The Great Whale. Great Whale successfully blinks, comes in. I untap my lands. Go mm-hmm. of the harvest trigger on the stack. Uh huh. Andrew, the Prismari dragon token treasure guy, flashes in a whole breacher. Oh, <laughs> oh stops right. me from comboing off. Oh, wow. wow. And so, uh, I think he was at four life because I smacked for a ton of damage. And. Uh, went ahead, oh, and then I had Painter Servant out and I was like, okay, well, I can at least infinitely blink, make my Animar humongous. Uh, and then they got rid of Painter Servant. So it's like he lost his protection from white uh, where everything was white. And so out a spite, I was like, you know what, Andrew, I'm gonna try to kill you off damage. They, they thwarted my Painter Servant thing so he <laughs> became blockable, therefore he could block it. So he still had four life. And I was like, you know what, screw you. I paid my channel points as someone tried to kill me. I think it might've been Mr. Bevers. To make him lose five life, therefore killing him and me exacting my revenge. And then Mr. Bevers decided, oh, I don't like that. So then he paid his channel points to give him five life. Excellent. Oh. So I died. Everyone screwed me over. Um, and uh, I did not have fun playing because, of course, MTG Lord of Leaves was there in true troll fashion. Excellent. Well, you know, that will happen.
2: But no, that you just recently said one of my favorite lexicon words, if
1: I'm going back to Big Tucks here exacting well-used ooh I also think I love I love doing that and I think I might be I'm working with Bevers to maybe get on this month I don't know um, the one thing I don't like is I don't think the current participants should be able to use their channel points to influence the game Yeah,
0: we talked about that at the end of the stream to where Bevers admitted he's not a fan of people using their own channel points to help themselves But I think the issue he has is I don't think there's a way he can regulate that other than just say, hey, guys, don't do it. Regulate. That was some Charles Barkley talk there. Well, anyway, Squeeby Gee, you've been without computers, so I highly doubt you have a game to talk about, but if oh, you did get to jame a game, what would you like to talk about?
2: No, I I, I did not. I'm, I'm just going to throw out. I'm, I'm just happy to be here, guys. I'm yeah. just, uh, I want to be part of the ball club. Good Lord willing. I take it one day at a time. Uh, you know, maybe next week we can come out with some episodes on time as promised, but in the meantime, here we are. Uh, Huge shout out to The Collective for uh, purchasing some cards, offering support, being understanding. Anyways, old computer out, new computer in, new squee in. Still Mm. working through the details of new squee. We'll figure that out here eventually. I don't know what that's all going to entail, but uh, once new squee's back together completely and not just piecemealing together everything that I'm trying to get back (laughs) from the last couple of weeks... I'm talking great A content here, boys.
0: Great A. Yeah. Content. Good to have you back. All right. Well, Big Tuck, did you
1: get to play any games with your newfound friends? I did. We got to play some games on Sunday. Um, the first game, they both mostly ran pre cons um, and upgraded pre cons. So, saw a lot of the new Simic one and a lot of the Elves, um, both of which I do not like anymore. Uh, I got to play- uh, <laughs> I played my Kethas deck, uh, which usually is pretty slow, but I had a turn 3, um, the Aether guy, that like can hit for 1 and then deal damage. The, what? The hit
0: for 1 and deal, deal damage? Like, I think they all hit. No, no, no. no the, uh, <laughs> uh,
1: what's his name? It's like- I hit you for zero, he, sir. He, <laughs> he, partners, he partners with Gorm the Great. Uh, oh, Virtus? Virtus oh! Yeah. Virtus, Turn two Virtus off of this legendary land that taps like an ancient tomb. Yeah, so that pretty the much, uh, that, that pretty much put, put me into person non gratis uh, status at the <laughs> table, especially after I hit them both twice. Um, so I got them both down to eight and then just got overrun and the guy with the elves just blasted both of us. Um, then I got to play my Trishira deck, still have a lot of work to go with that, but I had more fun playing it than any other time. And then finally I was like, all right, I'm, I'm bringing out the big guns. I'm bringing out Alibu Ancient Witness. We were playing outside. <laughs> that Bora, the deck's really good. It's like it's almost like too fast for the way I like to play, or at least like to trick people in the way I think I like to play. Um, there you go. But Keyword I was like, trick everybody. Keyword I was finally trick. like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to like lay some hammer. I'm ready to. I'm ready to lay out the lumber. And we were playing outside at a brewery. It was like my dream Sunday situation. Pouring <laughs> rain had to cancel the game. To start pouring oh, rain. No. Oh no. That <laughs> That's, That's a port- big tuck. Oh.
2: On on that note, so at Kansas City Beer Company, there was a pair of gentlemen that showed up on this most recent Sunday and they were playing standard Magic Gathering.
1: Oh yeah. Drinking beers. We're we're there's like a Tuesday group that we've been meeting on that rotates breweries. So this was a, a couple guys from that. But yes. Yeah. Uh, I didn't I I didn't I didn't get to see Alabu in its full power. If you,
2: if you all are, are listening, welcome. Welcome to the Collective.
0: Well, since we didn't have a game to talk about, I have one uh, shout-out, and it only triggered to me because Big Tuck talked about turn two disgusting things. I played my Kaliah deck for the last game of 40 Life at a Dash at my place, and single Aeron and the Godfather were there, and uh, Kaliah deck, turn one, pass, discard a Gisela Blade of Gold Knight, turn two, swamp, uh, reanimate <laughs> bring out Gisela yes, yes. <laughs> oh, <no.
1: laughs> so good.
0: yeah uh, you, needless to say I <laughs> won that game yeah that tracks <laughs> yeah and, and by yeah. the way that was a one lander that I kept
1: <laughs> wow like, that's a bold if they would have
0: bajuca- if, if they would have bajuca bogged my graveyard I'd have been screwed <laughs> what's that dodgeball that's a bold move cotton yeah it's a bold move Alright, well that's gonna wrap up 40 Life at a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse. What's the plane chase? Spotlights on. Welcome everyone to your not so accurate set review done here at CMD Tower of Mr. Combo number five's favorite set, Modern Horizons! Two! <laughs> Wait, two? I thought there was just Modern Horizons. No, 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 other Mr. Combo. <laughs> they came out with a sequel (laughs) it's twice as nice and twice the price it was so nice (laughs) double the price so it's a good thing i swore off buying sealed product yeah yeah that sounds about right all right well let's talk about the set then uh Yes, if you guys couldn't tell, I was talking to myself. I am now crazy because I'm not allowed to buy this set, which is my <laughs> favorite thing of all time. I'm slipping slightly into madness. Hey, look, the, so, you, you
2: knew this was coming.
0: That The roadmap has been around. You had to know. You had to know. Yeah, I was hoping... I don't know the pandemic would delay it until 2022
2: ah, or the rest of us wouldn't it. give
1: you enough shit then you might just buy it anyway <laughs> you are not you are not gonna I was gonna just for heads up for those out there if you're trying to buy a sealed product of this in 2022 uh you aren't going to be able to for starters and b if you do it's gonna cost you three arms and a leg good so uh as a reminder for anyone who's uh
0: new to the channel or doesn't remember how we do our not so accurate set reviews we're going to talk about our each of us our favorite creature enchantment artifact sorcery instant planeswalker land legendary creature or commander eligible card um and then we always do a random category and for modern horizons 2 we're going to do our favorite reprinted card so uh Before we start talking about the cards, let's just get a quick 30 seconds from each of us. How, what do we think of Modern Horizons 2? And, um, you know, do we think this is going to be a set that produces a lot of Commander impacted cards? So, Big Tuck, I want to start with you. Um, How do you feel about the set overall? And do you feel like Commander is going to get shifted one way or the other because of the cards in this set?
1: Uh, Yeah, it's it's really strong. Um, I think Wizards really pulled out all the stops for this one. Um, I've been watching some modern videos uh, on the channel for adults called Star City Games and there's already a bunch of cards in there that have been doing a lot of crazy things in modern. Um, I think there's a lot, a lot of good stuff in here for Commander. Um, you know, some, some functional reprints we needed, some, some effects that are very good. Um, I, the only The only thing I don't like about it is I feel like green, especially as a color, is extremely strong and extremely pushed in this set. Which it didn't really need to be. Um, So I think it's gonna like we've been we've been talking uh, on the various communication channels. Green is gonna start becoming very very much more predominant commander as a whole. That's my only concern of it. But overall, really interesting set. It's pretty much like an unglued set that somehow passed quality assurance. (laughs)
2: All right. Squee, what do you think of the set? Uh, I'll mere tuck on a, a little bit of that. Yeah, green, green's around to stay, boys. Just, just keep that in mind. Wizards, like, it doesn't... Commander doesn't need to be two colors. <laughs> could be five. With artifacts and, and others. Like, it could be all of these colors.
0: It doesn't need to be just two. So, I, I remember when spoilers had initially started... And I thought the cards were cool, but I was like, you know what? I'm fine not buying sealed product now. Um, like not a big deal. And I will say, I think I'm still fine not being buying sealed product uh, for this set because I think the set has, let's just call it 10 to 15 singles that I think are gonna be auto grabs. I'm gonna need to go buy them. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of the set, there's no talisman cycle in here where it's like, gosh, I could use a ton of those because they go in a ton of decks. Like, yeah, they have like the new artifact lands that are indestructible. But honestly, tap enter the battlefield, tap lands versus enter the battlefield, untapped artifact. I think that's significantly, significantly better. And so I think it's a very cool set. I'm sure it's going to do a lot of things for a lot of people and especially our constructed 60 card cousins. Yes. But I think for Commander, don't go spend three hundred dollars on a box. You could probably spend a buck fifty and get all the singles that you can want. I I would actually almost go out
2: on a limb and say that if you're playing Commander, buy a box of Strixhaven.
0: Don't buy a box of Modern Horizons. There we go. Well we're gonna start off with Karicha's and I'm gonna start this one with a creature that I think is very, very cool. I really like it. It's in Orzov colors. Um and it does a little bit of reanimation, but at sorcery speed. So I'm talking about Priest of Fell Rights. Really? Oh like yeah, it. this card's really good. Uh it's an Orzov, so this is gonna be white and a black to cast it. It's a creature human warlock rare. It's a 2-2. Uh, right now, it's coming in pre-order price three fifty to three seventy-five, so under five bucks. And it has an activated ability, two of them actually. The first one it says unearth three colorless orzhov. Uh, return this card from your graveyard to the battlefield against haste. Exile it at the beginning of the next instep, or if it would leave the battlefield, unearth only as a sorcery. Well, why in the world would you want to bring it back? It's only a two-two. Well, it's because it can tap pay three life, sacrifice Priest of rights return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield, activate oh, only as a mm-hmm. Straight yeah, To the
2: battlefield. Straight to the battlefield.
0: Yeah. And I think, oh. I think this card isn't going to find homes in just Orzhov decks or decks that run white and black because of like, oh, oh well, you know, basically what would that be? A seven mana, six life investment to get two creatures back from your graveyard. I don't think that's those are the decks that are going to be playing it. I think it's going to be the decks now. Granted, it doesn't work with uh, Micaius, which is unfortunate. Uh, mm. But it's going to be it's going to go in those decks that do a lot of reanimation or bringing stuff back every single turn because then it's just like okay, pay three life. I'm bringing like my next big thing out, or I could do the sack engine and be able to do that. Like if you could give this thing haste and figure out a way to loop it, I mean. Life is a resource. It's just yep. how much life am I willing to pay to bring back all these creatures from the graveyard. So I think Prista, Priest of Fell Rights will be one that you will see somewhat often. I don't think it's going to be everywhere because it is in two colors, so right. that is going to restrict its yeah. deck base. No, I, I agree hundred percent. And I would I would also agree with the sentiment that this will
2: not be an Orzov card. This will be a commander decks that play with Orzov colors as a part of them card. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, this is really powerful. Just it, if it's said to hand, sure. But, but to the battlefield and only having to pay three life, sack it. And I would assume in these colors, you can probably deal with getting it back and bringing other things back and looping it. Not a problem. I like this a lot. I really do. And it's only two mana to get out there, which is a huge thing for me. So you can get this out early in the game. Move a couple cards from the top of your
1: deck into your graveyard and bring out some beaters. I, I like this. Yeah, agreed. I think the t- I think the two the initial mana investment is so low, um, you will be you will be seeing this. Um, this is also already making waves in like modern as well. So might end up being a little bit more expensive, but overall really really strong. It's almost card. like Got modern and modern horizons. I
0: know. Can you believe it? Connected. Well, and the last thing I'll say about it uh, for flavor wins, I think I'm gonna have to get a uh playtest copy of this made for my game of thrones deck this is clearly the red witch uh and i need to get that done a Good call (laughs) squeamagee what is the creature that you felt was most interesting
2: all right i'm talking about a card that has a single name of fury but i'm gonna call it force of fury and or force of will and or force of creature that should be not a creature spell anyways fury three colorless two red creature elemental incarnation it's a mythic. Double strike. When Fury enters the battlefield, it deals four damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures and/or planeswalkers. And has evoke, exile a red card from your hand to play this instead. It's not an instant speed force of will, but this is a sorcery speed. Play this for free by exiling what you don't need in your hand. Deal damage to whoever else on the board, and get a creature. Onto the battlefield that stays, which I actually really like. Well, if you evoke so, it, it doesn't. And when it's oh, evoked, oh, you have sacrifice it. You are yeah. correct. But to me, this is like get it onto the battlefield as a creature and have it deal this damage and or evoke it in a pinch. Get rid of a couple different creatures, maybe one, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four, ideally, if it works out really, really well. But to me, this
0: is a free removal spell. As yeah, a 3-3 uh, with double strike. I, I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, I think in Commander, you may see it. I don't know if there's like blink decks that would sure. kind of deal with that. But, you know, maybe that. But I, I guess for me, unless you're able to, because the evoke is nice, because it's basically for free. You can deal four damage to something. Um, what's that? Flame Many uh, it's well, like, it's like four, four damage divided. So Correct, you can deal yeah. one, to a couple things or two. So yeah, I don't know. I, I see this being way better in modern probably sure, because this is like, Oh, get pitch a card. I'm killing your best thing. Most likely you have on your board, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess planeswalkers. That is nice. Cause if it's difficult yeah. to get swingers through because of a wall, you can stop someone from ulting. but yeah. I like the
2: mechanic. I think it's different than anything that I've seen wizards do in a while as far as making this type of... Either you have a removal spell, you have a creature spell. You don't have both generally. Sometimes you do. Maybe you're like blue or black creatures that come in and remove something. But generally you don't have a burn spell that comes in as a creature spell that does both. I think it's interesting. And then they threw in the for free aspect of it. I really like that. Uh, that's why I think it could be viable in Commander as more of a budget card. I don't think this card's going to be very expensive by any means, ever. I would assume this will be in the dollar $2 range at most. Yeah. Maybe $0.50 cents seems like a safe bet on this kind of thing. But to me, this is a budget include as a yeah i could get a 3-3 double strike and do some damage or in a pinch i could do some damage to some things that are really messing up my board state and or i need to mess up somebody else's board state so they don't ramp too fast this is an early game inclusion for me this is a
1: hurts a little bit late game though yeah uh i also chose one from the cycle i think the red one of course got the short shift of this compared to the other ones um, but in the same scope of like people who make the same argument that if you it's like those uh, modal cards that are, that are like lands on one side and like a weaker effect on the other. Um, there's something to be said for that. That's a free spell. However, I think the other colors, particularly white, because I refuse to talk about green and blue as much as I can in this podcast. <laughs> uh, I think the white one they did really well. So my, my creature pick is Solitude. Three colorless white white for creature elemental incarnation. Um, it's a 3-2 Mythic Rare right now on T- on Scryfall. It's cool. Yeah, I know. It's wild. These pre-order prices are from, done by Mad Men. It's pre-order pricing around $34 right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Flash, life Link when it enters the battlefield, exile up to one other target creature. That creature's controller gains life equal to its power, effectively sorts for plowshares, um, and then evoke, exile a white card from your hand. So the reason why I think this one is better than Fury and one of the more interesting ones is that the fact that it has flash so you're doing an instant speed and lifelink which is relevant in a lot of white decks especially if they're things like ODric and that sort of thing um i think this one gives you a little bit more bang for your buck and it's easy to it's, it seems easier to me i would argue
2: the opposite bang for
1: the buck this one is 34 dollars mine will be that, yeah maybe half of a dollar price wise yes i agree um but in terms of what you have to give into it even if you're hard casting this There's other cards that cost similar to this that do a similar effect, Um, and the fact that gives you the the chance to be able to evoke it in um, at sort at instant speed. I think this one's going to be really strong. I don't know how I I can't even begin to comment on what sort of prices are going to be right now because right now there is no barometer. They are all thirty four
2: dollars for that to me seems absolutely mm, ridiculous. Like yeah, I agree on that. Ridiculous. If you order that for thirty four dollars, stop. Get your money back. Stop.
0: Yeah. It's source. I would agree with Tuck. Buy, buy one of those. Yeah, I agree with you, Tuck. This. See, I think with this cycle, all of them should have had flash because yes. then that would have made the red one actually fine. Yeah, I agree fine. with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's and that's where I would put this above the red one. It's because of that flash. You can swords at instant speed. That's great. The bigger question is, Tuck, will this be making an appearance in your Marquesa deck?
1: The Queen. The Queen, maybe. Um, that I, I've I've considered throwing the black, blue, and red one in the other Marquesa deck because if you can get a counter on them when you evoke them, they come back. Oh, yeah so mm-hmm. um yeah if i i mean i'm, I'm not gonna pay 34 dollars for this but <laughs> if it comes down in price <laughs> or no one traded, i'll i'll, I'll everybody boycott it that shit that is ridiculous if this card stays at 34 dollars, i'm done I, I will not buy it you're, you're gonna be repeating that quite a bit throughout the uh throughout the cards tonight i'm pretty sure <laughs> good all right well let's head over to our enchantments
0: uh the first one i want to talk about i i'm gonna i'm gonna try to buy as many copies of this as I can, but it's pre-order price is a little north of $5 and I don't think it's that good, but I think out of time is so interesting. Mm -hmm. So colorless white, white enchantment rare, and it has vanishing. So at the beginning of your upkeep, remove a time counter from this enchantment. When the last is removed, sacrifice it. When out of time, ETBs untap all creatures, then phase them out of the game until out of time leaves the battlefield put a time counter on out of time for each creature phased out this way the reason i am loving this card right now is because wraths are fine but a lot of times people could uh have indestructible they could have graveyard recursion this gets around everything face is awesome the and the other benefit to it is a normal wrath yeah you get rid of all their tokens like that's cool the thing with this is, it will add time counters for all the tokens, and then uh, tuck. Do we have a ruling? Do can tokens phase? Oh
1: God, I, don't I have no think idea. So. I th- I think this is just like, a board my, my wipe. My this is just a token no, board, board but wipe.
0: I don't know. I, th- I think it is a token board wipe as well, uh, because I think if tokens ever are not on the battlefield, they do not. Oh, wait, resist. hold on. I, w- I would uh, say, as
1: the resident token master, I believe. They all die. Uh, tokens continue to exist on the battlefield, while phased out because it doesn't cause them to change zones or control. That's what I'm reading on the there on the rules. So, what? yeah, I know which is weird and unnecessarily that, that complex. Is, that is that is fairy tale make believe land.
2: How does that work?
0: <laughs> I don't know. So that's that's one of the things I like about it, is that there are so many token decks out there that it's easy for your opponents to maybe have twenty or 1-1s or assortment of two twos getting like 30 plus counters on this thing basically says you're never going to see those creatures again. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, everyone's going to start to evaluate, like, do I really want to use my very few enchantment removal spells on this or do I save it for the grosser thing later? So this thing is just clicking for me on every single.
1: Yeah, it's cool. I think it's a fun design, like you said, as opposed to a wrath, which can incur some things. This can also be this card to me feels a lot more political, right? Where if someone only has one or two creatures, they're going to be inclined to maybe counterspell that artifact that enchantment hate that comes after it, right and and keep you alive just because they want this around so I, I think this is a really interesting design it is weird that it gets the tokens bit um but i i think this is a cool card
2: wow i i am blown away that tokens do not die when they get phased tokens 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 i am blown away they do
1: not die when they get phased it's it's a silly mechanic which is again why it's bizarre that they're continuing to bring it back and <laughs> new cards like, th- this will be a new segment wizards what the f- yeah what, what are you doing
0: all right well squee what is your enchantment all right
2: i mean it's green you know what it is it's the best one that isn't green it's it's fantastic cost two green sylvan oh, Aethem, yeah. enchantment green creatures you control get plus one plus one whenever a green creature enters the battlefield under your control scry one end of story don't really need to say anything else about it i'm going to retire
1: yeah it's really it's insanely good we just talked about this uh with our editor t coats on his mono green build a bear deck and i think we all pretty much agree that the green agreed that this card Ooh, is insanely nice. good for the insanely good for the value it's ridiculous
0: yeah and at the moment you can pre-order the cool like sketched looking version for only five bucks right not bad the normal copy which is 750.
2: for for the other cards in token generation that are extremely expensive one that would allow you to effectively pick out whatever cards you want to draw next whenever you generate tokens i would have thought would have been more expensive than that so We'll find out. Yeah, here and in like tag. the biggest
0: thing we kind of talked about with this on Tico's episode is I brought up like with my Zyrus deck, when I'm making all those snakes, I get all of those individual scry one triggers. Yeah. So I can basically scry until I find the next wheel. Right. Keep that on top, draw that wheel, cast that wheel, and then I can literally get every single wheel in my deck right. every time. You just keep going you through. Kind of go you don't have
2: to dish them to the graveyard. You don't have to exile them. You just yeah. keep
0: running through it like it's its own Super this card is bananas. Yeah, awesome.
1: I would. I definitely will be picking one of these. Up. All right, Tuck, what's your enchantment? Uh, so this is another two white cards in a row, coincidentally. Um, it's not the best version of this, but this is one that's definitely going in the queen deck. Search the premises. So three colorless and a white for an enchantment. Whenever a creature attacks you or a Planeswalker you control, investigate. So create a colorless clue artifact token with two. Sack this artifact, draw a card. So, obviously, I wish it would be whenever a creature. um, Oh, wait, it is. Damn, never mind. It is. No, (laughs) we're good. Um, So, yeah, I think this card has a lot of utility again. It's like so funny that this is, in my opinion, this is this is we talked about how Mind Stone's not a great card as an artifact, right? Because you have to do something. So to me, this is like, even though it's arguably more mana intensive, this is a better card because it gives you something without you having to actually participate, right? So and decks that care Mm -hmm. about like prison decks and decks that care like in my Queen Marquesa deck about having these sort of like, if you do this, then I'm going to benefit from it. Um, I like it a lot in that regard. If you're playing artifacts, that can kind of help you incidentally gain some of that as well. So again, four mana is kind of steep, not the best card, but I do like this direction that they're going of trying to figure out some way to give white some sort of fighting chance in some sort of way to continue mid mentally
2: be cool if they gave him some sort of a like a sylvan anthem or something
0: <sighs> if only <laughs> yeah i mean i re- i like this and i like that it pairs really well with that artifact that like whenever you would create a clue create or a clue or a treasure or i can't remember the a other food. one um food there we go if you would create one of them then just create one of yeah them each. yeah, yeah. Like, could you imagine that like okay oh and then alter the brood comes back <laughs> <mills>
2: you,
1: <out>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you son of a bitch
0: <laughs> it's always right. it's always in the wings well uh you guys knew i had to do it so we're on to the artifacts my favorite cycle came out swords Aww. and I'm talking about the Silencia. I figured
1: I figured it was only matter. I, I when I was looking through them, I was like, I'm pretty sure Mr. Combs is going to be touching on this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, sword of hearth and home. Uh, I don't like that the cool copy is pre-ordering for $66, oh, I don't think it's that good. Pre-ordering at 66 uh, Normal copies at $42, does not make it any better. Yep, no. Because uh, I will have to get multiple copies of this for multiples of my decks. So Sword of Hearth and Home, three colorless artifact equipment mythic. It has equipped two. Equipped creature gets uh, plus two plus two and has protection from green and white. And then whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player exile up to one target creature you own, then search your library for a basic land card. Put both cards onto the battlefield under your control, then shuffle. So So I really, really like this because it's ramping you. So this can go great in your mono white decks, your mono red decks, your mono black decks, Uh, the blink effect that that actually does a couple things. One, you get additional ETB triggers for your own creatures. But because it specifically says put both cards onto the battlefield under your control, any theft decks that steal something from the opponents, you can exile the mm, thing that you stole yeah. and it'll come back under and your you control. Yeah, yeah. So then if it had an ETB effect, you get all of those as well. So does a lot of stuff and I believe the cycle's complete now or is it, I think there's one sword Yeah,
1: I, I remember nine now? I think you're right on that. I think they were still waiting because people were complaining. That on the Demir yeah. one? Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really bonkers. Um, this, this swords, this is going to be a $40 card pretty much guaranteed. Um, the I tweeter, mean, it already is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's going to maybe go down a little bit, but I mean, this is, this is one of the ones like you said, Mr. Combo, that's an easy pickup, at least one from the set. If you're, you'll find a home. Yeah, this is
2: gross. I don't like it. That's <laughs> it. Like it's too expensive. <laughs> they keep coming out with more swords. I don't like the original swords. Ooh. I only have a couple of them, and I don't run them generally. But we'll call it a wait. What what term am I thinking of right now? I'm thinking of a uh, like a swords are basically a old person's walker for
1: Voltron. Okay, insofar as like okay. they all they need them to move. Correct. Insofar as like that's, only, that's only way that's only other purpose that's the only way these decks can avoid be hitting by moderate traffic
2: i i yes i, w- I would say that voltron needs the swords
1: oh the swords don't need to exist outside of Voltron. yeah yeah this this one will though and and often <laughs> all right
2: squee what is your artifact all right i have some disdain here I'm talking about draco oh god
1: Draco's baby? <laughs> baby Draco?
2: The uh, the scion of Draco is who we're talking about here today. So artifact creature, it's a Dargon. <laughs> also a mythic. Has domain. This spell costs two less to cast for each basic land type among lands you control. Flying. Each creature you control has vigilance. If it's white, hexproof if it's blue, lifelink if it's black, first strife, first strike if it's red, and trample if it's green. Here's where my strife is. For 12, you made this a f***ing 4-4? Four, four? <laughs> oh. It's not flying, though. Just think of the value. <laughs> really? So I'm excited about this card because they're actually going after Wooburg, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, In the same rate, though, they really just shat on Draco. Like, at least the other one was a 9-9. Nine, nine. 16 mana for a 9-9 nine, nine feels better than 12 mana for a 4-4. Four, four. Uh, I don't know. This is a weird card This is more too. of a disdain piece than a favorite piece. So I'm, I'm gonna go that fair.
1: This feels like this is put in here just because people know that there's like a gazillion Ur Dragon decks, and they're like, okay, we can print a card that if anyone yeah. runs Ur Dragon, they're gonna need to pick this up, no really no matter what. Uh so that's like kinda that's a weird aspect of it, because I think you can get this down to pay it costs like what, one if you have her dragon. Right? yeah probably yeah so i mean that's i, I think that's fine i it doesn't feel like a modern card um and doesn't really feel no. like it serves a lot of purpose no, besides this feels
2: a hundred percent commanders like this yeah. is only
0: for a commander
1: so i
0: i'm struggling with this card because i don't I agree with everything you guys are saying, but then I'm thinking of like my decks that have like lots of tokens and like how nice would it be if in my crappy binder bullshit Azorius one I made with Sakashima and Prava, if all of them had Vigilance and uh, were uh, Hexproof, like that would be amazing. Or have it in my gear deck. Now everything has Vigilance, first strike and trample. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it just, I, I think it could do a lot, but now I'm just kind of doing this debate, like, okay, if I have it in a two color deck, am I willing to pay eight for that effect? Yeah, right, exactly.
2: Yeah, Probably I was about to say, not. I'm about to go Mr. Combo on you. If you pay eight for an effect,
1: it should win you the game. Correct, Correct. That's 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 where uh, I right. get thrown off, like that's a, that's exactly where I get thrown off from this, because it's like, okay, you can do that, or you can pay six for true conviction, or however much it is, and you know exactly what you're gonna get across every creature you control, regardless of its yeah. color, you know? hmm I don't know. I feel like they shed
2: on Draco, and I wanted to point it out. <laughs> All right, well, Tuck,
0: let's talk about your artifact.
1: Well, um, it's my favorite zero drop that just got better, and this is probably the cheapest card that we're gonna be talking about today, Ornithopter of Paradise. Love it! Two two colors for an O2 flyer that taps for one of mana of any color. I think this is maybe the best mana rock that's been printed. Oh, it is the best mana rock that has been printed.
2: It Uh, is a wonderful mana rock.
1: I love this card. I'm 100% swapping out any sort of talisman or signet I have in Yuriko for this card. No questions (laughs) asked. Um, I want all of these. If y'all pull these, I want them. I I I want them. So... Tomer, God bless his soul, assuming he's not dead, in which case burn in hell. Uh, he's always big on these like two drop mana rocks that don't do anything, right? Like a lot of them are like guardian idol, it's like two colorless, enters the battlefield tapped, tap for a colorless, and then it can turn into a creature. So for me, if you're going to play that game, this card is just way better than those because it's already a creature. It's going to give you your mana color and your mana fixing and can block the flyers. You're not going to get in for chip damage from fairies and whatnot out of the gates. So again, it's not a card that's gonna go in every deck, but I definitely this is one that I am. I when as soon as I saw the spoil, I was like, "Yeah, this is all about Big Talk."
0: Yeah. So here's the issue: uh, Wizards messed up on multiple fronts. Uh, one, the CMC should be one, because it should be Birds of Paradise plus Ornithopter, which Ornithopter is sure. a zero drop. They make it a one. Uh, I'd like to point that first and foremost. Uh, second most, it's already pre-ordering at a dollar. Which for a common, that's crazy yeah. considering talismans you can get for like 50 cents or 30 cents. So I hope this gets yes. down to true common pricing because I will not pay a dollar for will, this. This will
1: absolutely get down to true common pricing. And Mr. Combo, if they made this a one drop, this would literally be an this would be like, it'd be like Sol Ring and Ornithopter of Paradise is in every deck. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's way uh, too much. Yeah, cannot be a one drop. Two
2: keep an eye out there folks this could be because kind of like ristic study was a common in prophecy that didn't show up very often this could be a common that doesn't show up very often as a common so pay attention to that i don't like these shell
0: games wizards (laughs) all right (laughs) we are on to the sorceries and i'm talking about the best damn one in the set. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
1: was
0: like, wait, uh, did it's they? Black, black sorcery. <laughs> damnation <standard. laughs> Uh destroyed tar- destroy Destroyed. Destroyed target creature. A creature destroyed this way can't be g- regenerated. And then it does have overload for just two colorless white, white. Wrath of God mana. Uh, and then each creature is destroyed and cannot be regenerated. This is literally. Now, granted, you have to have it in, in your Orzhov. Oh, and now the price I... Like, 16 pre-ordering. Oh god. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is just better than Damnation, Wrath of God, Murder. Yeah.
1: Like I was gonna donation. say, oh, I'm, so I glad, I'm so murder. glad you admitted that, he so admitted I didn't have murder. to. It's like you're you playing a dangerous, you're no, playing absolutely. a dangerous game, putting in a better murder as one of your picks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, I mean, technically, Murder is still a little bit better because it's instant speed, but we don't have oh, to go Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah, oh, my I, I God. Lo- <laughs> I, love, I love Damn. It's great. Uh, I hope it gets down to, like...
1: I look at this card as, like, a 4 to $7 yeah. card, not a $16. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Um, especially if you consider that, like, Wrath of God has been reprinted enough to the point where I think it's finally... It's 5 bucks ish right? Like, for your premier ish. standard. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, if you're running Orzob, this is a meat... There- If you're running Orzhov, I guarantee there's a spell in there that you can cut for this almost immediately, like snap, like snap decision. Yeah, for sure. All right. Squee, what's your sorcery? I'm talking Orzhov too. Let's do it. Oh, Uh,
2: not my favorite reprint because we'll get there. But this is my second favorite reprint. I'm talking about Vindicate. What a goddamn card. (laughs) Uh, One colorless in Orzhov, which is a white and a black. It's rare. Destroy target permanent. How useful. Two, the artwork, phenomenal. Three, it's not overly expensive. I like this card a lot. I think this should see a lot of play, especially in a format like Commander where it doesn't just have to tie to a two-color deck. You could be in your Wooburgs, in your four colors, your three colors, whatever. As long as you're running Orzhov, this
0: card should be in there. Um... uh I can't believe this card is still like a six dollar card. Yeah, into it's really wild. Kind of good. Blowing. Well, I was like, yeah, but it's sorcery speed. That's what I'm I gonna know, say. But it's mean, still really good,
2: it? good. I think it's they, a land.
1: It's a it's anything. It's whatever you want. I think they, the reason why they had to put this in there, because um, I I was wondering when I saw it reprinted, because vindicate had been reprinted before, why they didn't finally reprint Anguish Unmaking into something, right? Which arguably is just this, but better. It's same price, same price, instant exile target non-land permanent so you can't lose out on that modality you lose three life but i think the reason why is this uh anguish and making is probably like too good for modern right at this at this uh, age that's kind of what i was thinking why vindicating keep it in don't like that so and like tron's a big thing in modern too but yes like this this card has been around for so long has been reprinted so many times it should not this should not be a 10 card still when i yeah
2: <laughs> personally honestly like there are a lot of cards out there that would be destroy target land for three mm-hmm. mana. They we just talked about some of don't them last week. do have the modality, but like, yeah, to me, anguish on making non-land to me in Commander is what I would assume two or three years ago, a non-issue is a big issue now because mm. everybody has a very stacked mana base and they rely on it yeah. very solidly. So if you have five or six non basics and you target the right non basics they aren't playing any cards they don't know what to do their their combos don't work anymore they don't have the color scheme to get their cards out right. i think this card saying target permanent instead of non-land permanent is much better than anguish on making
0: it's just if you do want instant speed or do you yeah. want the any permanent you, you pick your poison mm-hmm. uh and the last thing i'll mention on this card before we go to tux the Judge Gift Cards 2007 version is totally metal man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chuck, what's your source? This card is also kind of metal. Um, I like this one a lot. Persist. It's a colorless and a black for a sorcery. Return target non-legendary creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield with a minus one minus one counter on it. Pretty meat potatoes. Um, I th- I like this. Obviously, the non-legendary is going to depend on what deck you're in. But I'm a huge fan of yep. any of these reanimate options. Right. Um, I think. As long as you're playing to it, right? If you're playing a deck that cares about your graveyard, you're gonna have a Tarassidon or some sort of horrible wailing demon to be able to target for this. Um, and for two mana, you know, same mana as Animate Dead, you don't have to worry about the enchantment falling off. Um, it's kind of like right. a one. It's kind of like a one and go. If you're playing the, if you care more about casting spells than enchantments, this kind of slots in there. So not the most exciting card in the set, um, but one that I liked a lot, and I think is gonna have a lot of utility across Commander.
2: Also, a hard like card. Yeah. A hard card to Google. If you Google "persist MTG," you're gonna get just,
1: go, just, just go to just have <laughs> Scryfall open in a
2: tab. No, that that is fine. This is like I ran into the situation. There is a place down the street from my house called the Bar, and that is yes. the name of it. And when they were opening, trying to Google the Bar opening in XYZ Town impossible pretty difficult it, it, yes <laughs> it produced every other result other than what you were looking for anyways
0: like all right it. well now we've moved on to the instant speed cards and the card i'm talking about i think i this is a absolute home run for modern i think it's a home run for commander blessed respite i really like this card colorless green instant uncommon it's pre-ordering for a little under a dollar i think it'll probably be a 70 cent card which I'm i'm good with Tar instant speed target player shuffles their graveyard into their library prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn. So I think this does two things. (laughs) It's a fall. So I I look at it this way. Someone's swinging out. They're going to kill you. Uh, okay, I'll go and do this. It saves my life. And then also as an added benefit, I guess I'll shuffle your graveyard or, oh, they're about to combo off with their graveyard. Okay. Let me cast this. I'll get rid of your graveyard. And then, oh, by the way, no, no combat damage would be dealt. I think both of these effects on their own people pay two mana for. Mm -hmm. So I think it being on one card just gives you additional gravy. So, yeah. Oh, I love big, it. Big fan. The third, the I third,
2: absolutely love it. The Collective put me onto this a couple days ago, and holy shit, boys, I am
1: excited. The third We're thing I'll add to is that if, you run, and fogs. if you're running your own graveyard deck and you're about to be Bajuka bogged or targeted for removal, that's oh, another way to shuffle it in as well. Obviously, that's not ideal for that deck, but at least kind of lets you reset. But yes, considering the amount of fogs that are in this colors, they re- I think they really have to make them amount of fogs that are two mana in green are pretty wide yeah so i think they really had to like bring out the big guns to do something unique with this the only thing that sucks about this is another green card that doesn't need to exist so there you have it that's why like, that's why also I'm on really, record mr said he was excited about a fog
2: card i'm taking it, Love <laughs> it.
1: talking about talking about better talking Very about sweet. fogs talking about better murders what is going <laughs> on
0: yeah i mean it's a new era here all right, Squee, well, what's your instant?
2: All right. I am talking red again here. So I'm talking about Mog Salvage. Two colors and a red, mm. instant, uncommon. If an opponent controls an island and you control a mountain, oh, a stipulation yeah. there, you may cast a spell without paying its mana cost to destroy target artifact. Now, here, here's where I go into my, my small Squee diatribe about why I think this card is amazing and why everybody has realized that blue is the best color in commander because almost every deck runs blue in some version or fashion and or if you're at a pot of four one of those decks will have an island in it i guarantee it i yeah. guarantee you're running red you're gonna have a mountain this is a free destroy target artifact spell
0: yeah i agree i think this thing's yeah it's awesome. That's an uncommon and, 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 phenomenon and i will say yeah, and it's sitting at like that $0.70 cent price point, which I think is fine. Um, I think the $2 and change is a little pricey for just Destroy Target Artifact for free. Um, well, but, yeah, you know, for I'd sure. I think it's to like 50, yep, 50 yeah. $0.60. Cents, I, I, I'd pick up a few. If I If I were running a red deck where I knew
2: that I had a mountain coming, generally, like if any given hand, I won't take it unless there's a mountain in it. I'm running this card. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Commander Commander has become so specific in the last 2 years on what artifacts are included in a deck that are impactful, what artifacts are going to win you the game, get your combo, be a part of your combo piece. It's it there are so many of them out there that I believe, honestly believe, destroy target artifact will be a type of spell in Commander that will be much more focused on as it has been in the past on your other formats where it's kind of been disregarded for the first probably 10 years of Commander, I would say, in its infancy. Like, I think Destroy Target Artifact will be more impactful to somebody's board state on the other end than Destroy Target Enchantment.
1: Yeah, and uh, again, another ridiculously expensive card it was like three bucks before so bring it yep. on free effects are always good this is this is going to be an easy a pretty easy include for a lot of red decks. all right tuck what's your instant mine is also a not immediate include for a lot of red decks but this is a card that has me written all over it so it's a chef's kiss Uh, colorless red red for an instance, (laughs) gain control of target spell that targets only a single permanent or player, copy it, then reselect the targets at random for the spell and the copy, the new targets can't be you or permanent, you control. So, it's kind of like Reverberate adjacent, it's kind of like, it's kind of like blue (laughs) elemental or red elemental blast, sort of. I love them, absolutely love them. It's a little bit like Wild Ricochet. Kind of like Monk salvage relying on an island yeah you know? like
2: i, I get it
1: i just like the. i just think it's fun right like this this to me is a card that it, it would be one that unfortunately i'd probably put in decks and it might be the one that would be pretty quickly taken out for something that's a little bit more yeah. straight line. and that's the reason why it's like probably only got to be a dollar but i don't know i think if you're playing it with the right table if you're playing with the right deck i think this deck could be both like a cute interaction but also like good for it as well um you know, it, it's an interesting design. I just thought it was cute, and I like it. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm afraid of pretending I don't. I'm sick of <laughs> pretending I don't. I mean, you. it is pre-ordering
0: for three dollars, so I don't know if you're going to get it for a buck. These
1: pre-order prices, you're we're this, just that takes like, it
0: from. That takes it from cute to like a little bit above cute. Ah,
2: uh, all right. Well, wait,
0: super cute, what? scute, scute swarm done oh god all right let's move on to the planeswalkers um i had to go with this one because they made uh mr slayer into his own planeswalker card. so we are talking decon shadow slayer mm, uh, that's this cool. is your esper colors white blue and black legendary planeswalker decon mythic he enters the battlefield with no loyalty on it but he gains it with an etb effect so uh, when he ETBs, you get the number of loyalty counters on him equal to the number of lands you control. So it's it's interesting that we have a Decon Planeswalker that cares about ETB lands when Esper is not really the colors known for ramping out mm-hmm. tons of lands. Right. Uh, so I find that as a very interesting design choice, but I really like his, uh, his uh, first two effects. Plus one, surveil two. Minus three exile target creature minus six. You may put an artifact card from your hand or graveyard onto the battlefield. So this guy could very easily come in and most likely be able to ultimate on the spot. Right. Uh, which yeah. I think is insanely powerful. That but is good. I think even if it comes in with six, just doing this reveal two or the minus three for the exile target creature, that makes it worth it for me. Yeah. And it's only three mana to cast yeah. it. So it's a very low investment. I, I think it's a good
2: card and I, I do enjoy that it has one Exile of Target creature that is very useful as far as Planeswalkers go. A lot of Planeswalkers, as you know, I'm not a big Planeswalkers fan. However, some Planeswalkers, like your, uh, why am I blanking on this? The green one that I ran as my commander forever that does Fraley's? it all. Yes. Fraley's. Fraley's. The minus two to destroy target artifact or enchantment is probably the most used thing on that planeswalker. And having that on any other planeswalker is very useful. And then I really also enjoy that it's low cost you can get it out onto the battlefield. You can ultimate it early and any like from hand or graveyard, that's pretty yeah. good. Like if you're running those colors, you're gonna have something in your hand or graveyard when you play that, that you're targeting. And somebody's going to have to use a removal, a counter spell, or something otherwise to take care of that. Like I think that is a really good play. I do like that planeswalker. I, I think it could get lost in the mix
1: every once in a while, but it is a solid inclusion. Yeah, agreed. Um I was trying to th- I I I like this card as well. I was like struggling to think of what deck I would put it in, but it's actually probably pretty good. In my thanks to Mr. Combo, more busted Breya deck because it has an activated ability, deals with putting oh, stuff into the yeah. graveyard, deals with artifacts. So yeah, it's it's cute. I do agree that it is in a weird it, it feels it doesn't feel like the colors match up. I agree with that no. too. But yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? And,
2: and maybe maybe that's wizards trying to tell you because they designed these sets from what I understand from our discussion well they they, they just did
0: that because DeCon's original card he was an esper Mm, so i think they're just keeping with the theme well i think
2: that but but i'm also thinking in it in advance maybe maybe they're hinting at they're gonna try and get some more land support for those colors mm. just a thought because they designed these sets a couple years in advance so they already have the next set coming out designed set done ready to be printed it's just not out yet all right. Well, Squee, what is your Planeswalker? All right. Well, there's not a whole lot left, Tuck. I'm talking about one that starts with a G. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We're talking about Gris the Hunger Tide. Yeah, Gris. So, I'll, uh, I'll read off the, the top text, and then you have to deal with the rest of it. So uh, Gris the Hunger Tide, one colorless. It's a Golgari black and green legendary Planeswalker. <laughs> Chris, it's a mythic. As long as Grist the Hunger Tide isn't on the battlefield, it's a 1-1 insect creature in addition to its other types.
1: Uh, plus one. Create a 1-1 one, one black and green insect creature token The mill a card. If an insect card is milled this way, put a loyalty counter on Grist and repeat this process. Minus <laughs> two. You may sacrifice a creature. When you do, destroy target creature or planeswalker. Minus five. Each opponent loses light equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard.
2: Ah! Minus five.
1: Done. It's the best. I love it. I this uh, is I put this on here because this is this is like the definition of a sweaty car like there's so many arguments <laughs> yeah. and there's so many thought that goes into it and it's like oh it, it can be your commander sort of Uh, it can also be in the 99 sure but at the end of the day it's like it's like <laughs> it could be anywhere yeah right but like at the end of the day you look at it and it's just like uh, all right like I guess if you're running insect tribal it's an auto include question mark um it just seems like you run insect tribal it feels good because it's three mana so it's not like yeah like i get all you don't just
2: dump it onto the board and feel bad that you just spent like a whole turns worth mana on a planeswalker that may or may not help yeah I, i i think this is fun i i just like that as long as it's not on the battlefield it's a
0: creature that's weird yeah so i'm actually doing some thought stuff right now i think this might be able to be a cedh commander What? Really? Because there's ways... Yeah, so if you go with an all-creature deck, you could run cards like... I think it's Conspiracy, to where everything becomes whatever that type is. Oh, I see what you mean. So you could say Insects, turn everything into Insects, and then I think there's a green card that you can remove all the lands... Well, I know there's a white card where you can remove all the lands from your library, but I think there might be a green one as well. So if you could figure out a way to... Get Sir Conrad on the battlefield, conspiracy on the battlefield, oh. and then uh, get all the lands out. You plus one, and you infinitely mill, and then Sir Conrad just is kills killing everyone off of uh, all the damage. Yeah, boom! See, that,
1: that is, is that's a, that, that's the thing. It's like I like that a lot. It's just entirely too swe- entirely too sweaty for that sort of rigmarole. Of it's it's oh, dripping man. like the spores on him are coming off.
0: All right. Well, we're going to move on to lands and I have to imagine we've all like lined up on the same one. I assume I would think so. Right. Is there anything else to talk about? All right. <laughs> no. Three, two, one. Versus Saga oh, Maya I Cradle I oh.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, big Tuck <laughs> is, is a on bitch.
2: a different page. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Vamaya, what the f- are you talking about? Big Tuck? Yeah. Uh,
0: legendary told Land you I'm not talking rare about green and Squee, do you do the honors? Each land is a forest in addition to its
2: other land types.
0: That's stupid.
1: What the f- are you doing, Wizards? I hate it. I hate everything about it. I think it's stupid. This card's going to probably end up being like $30 for for no reason. I, like, I, it's going to be more than that. I don't I just don't get like I can't think of a single deck. I would play this in. This card's going to be like 80. You, you got to
0: think about it. If you do like forest walk then that would be like, you kind of do this Trust unblockable. Me. I sure. the game. This, this card
2: opens up a whole new section of what um, Sheldon was talking about on they can't always plan for how rules are affected when a card comes out. This is going to open
0: up its own laundry list of problems. I'm just <laughs> now that, now that I agree with. Uh, but I think what this is telling us is that they're coming out with a... Um, Cabal coffers in green. There had there oh. cannot be a
1: reason to print this yeah. card and not have Cabal. Is that one in green. the one elf commander that's banned? They'll just put it on a Magus or something like that. Oh, yeah, there yeah. you go. This card's stupid. I agree. I,
2: I do not believe that it's there. And unfortunately, we can talk about it in the unsanctioned parallel universe of Bruising Builds because it is not a man only land kind of is there we go kind of but it doesn't produce mana now we got to talk to the rules judge yeah here. yeah but <laughs> all right
1: well tuck go let's let, let's let's get this thing right yeah. tuck what is your urza saga uh just because it's insane that there's now an enchantment land that you can tutor so uh urza saga is an enchantment land it's a rare uh it comes in with one lore counter and after uh your draw step add another lore counter and sacrifice after the third so one Gains tap add a colorless two gains two colorless tap create a zero zero colorless contract uh, artifact creature token with this creature gets plus one plus one for each artifact you control and then three search your library for an artifact card with mana zero or one and put it on the battlefield then shuffle it's like again I get what they're trying to do and it's very cute like haha we all know that Urza's Saga was good like a good set. But like, well, why are we getting this complicated? Like, I don't like the. I just don't like the implication of what this what this recognizes. That yeah, the, Enchantment the total land artifacts controlled. Like, yeah, that's, that are also. That's a his, it's a free historic spell that you play. So if you're playing like Jora's uh, Foxtrot effects, like you get triggers off of that. You get triggers off of Joyra for this. It's honestly, I think what they should have done is I. I think
0: it's actually fine, but I think when it got to the three, it should have been. Uh, um, create a artifact land that produces colorless.
1: Yeah, or like... They should have just have done fun. that. Or, two, that or like two, fun. because you have to wait for it, right?
0: Like, you play yeah. this... No, no, I, th- I think if you just go on the one, it's like, yeah, you, you you get the one artifact land, because if you think about it, you basically are tapping it for right. the first time it comes in. The second time, you're tapping it to create that construct that cares about how many artifacts you have. And then the last one is... This gets sacrificed. You don't have an artifact land. land. Uh huh. I, I think the searching thing is what makes this kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh, not just kind of, really stupid. I think the fact.
1: That, I, think, I think the fact that it's an enchantment land that's also a saga is what makes us stupid, personally. But what do yeah, I know? Yeah, that's not great. I look. I don't know i i
2: i honestly at this point since the the inheritance of this here podcast believe that wizards has been in an arms war with itself
0: and it's never gonna end yeah believe it all right well now we're on to the last two categories first one is legendary creatures or people that could be the commander so i went with this one because it talks about planeswalkers i had to do it <laughs> of course uh, of course so the yeah
2: lion. that's me too that's
0: me too let's go two colorless golgari black and green legendary creature human warrior and uh it's a three five and squee why don't you read that block attack
2: yeah that is quite a block of text all right well whenever karth the lion enters the battlefield or a planeswalker you control dies look at the top seven cards of your library you may reveal a planeswalker card from among them and put it into your hand put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order planeswalkers loyalty abilities you activate cost an additional i believe that is one to activate plus one yes sorry that that is a funky symbol they threw on that card just for
0: the record (laughs) that's cool yeah so uh i absolutely love this i'm glad that it's pre-ordering around the five dollar mark that sounds about right and uh, this is going into Atraxa real yeah. fast. Let me tell you, man, uh, the the additional plus one whenever you activate any of your Planeswalker abilities. So now when I want to get Jace the Mind Sculptor instead of just zero and getting Brainstorm. I'm plus not going to plus yeah. one and get yep. Brainstorm. Yep. It makes it so busted. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, this,
2: this, this card's gross it also just gives you all the more fun when you ultimate a planeswalker too because you ultimate it it dies generally when you ultimate it because you're trying to get it off as soon as you can that's what she said and then this card allows you to get additional benefits on top of that so
1: what the hell why not why not go planeswalkers right go super friends so it's just yeah. 20 there you it's, go Vraska. yeah pet. i was gonna say it's, it's all verasca's and lilianas actually that sounds pretty sweet <laughs>
0: Alright, Tuck. Well, who is your legendary? Well,
1: I finally found another one I want to build, but unfortunately it's an it, and I have like four of these already, so this is going to take some time, <laughs> but, uh, Usuri, Fortune's Flame. There's a reason why I brought cracks Thumb and all this other stuff back in the day, and it's finally coming to roost, so colorless, uh, <clears throat> blue and a red for a two-three fly and a free legendary creature. Whenever, uh, Ussuri re- attacks, choose any number between one and five. Spoiler alert, you're going to choose five. Uh, Flip that many coins. For each flip you win, draw a card. For each flip you lose, uh, your C deals two damage to you. If you win five flips this way, you may cast spells from your hand without paying their mana cost.
0: Oh my god. It's so
1: good! (laughs) Uh, If you don't have Crack Thumb, I got some bad news for you. That card is now going to be even more expensive than it ever has been. Um, I also have the normal... It's cracks Thumb is currently $33. Um, This is pre-ordering for around three. Um, It'll probably stay there yes i love coin flips i love other mechanics that are not just playing the game see also monarch so the fact that this is another option as opposed to just the partners makes me very excited you know i i gotta say it's solid
2: i i I like the creativeness i also support wizards for bringing coin flips back into the mix keep that shit coming i think it's great that is and this is very far off from Magic the Gathering, but one of my favorite parts about Pokemon cards was playing the game, there was a lot of coin flip mechanics. Oh, right, right. I really right. enjoyed the randomness of that. And having that included into Magic the Gathering and in a much more useful factor, other than Mr. Combo killing himself with Mana Crypt, I think is very <laughs> interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pal. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, we've moved on to the last one. Our favorite reprints. We'll make this quick. We know that this was a longer episode. Uh, mine's pretty easy. Cabal Coffers. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm ecstatic that this card got reprinted. So, uh, it's a land. It's a mythic. And basically, you can pick two colorless and tap it. And you get a black mana to your mana pool for each swamp you control, which is why a lot of times it gets paired with Urborg, Tomb of Yawgmoth, because it turns everything into a swamp. Um, it's pre-ordering for about 47 bucks, Which is $30 cheaper than the next cheapest copy because oh. the uh, OG is actually was the cheapest before the reprint at $78. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad to see it at $47. I think it'll probably, I think a lot of stores are going to crack the boxes mm-hmm. to try to get some of these like high-end cards. And so I think it'll probably get down to 40 before it starts to climb back up. And I mean, if you can get a Cabal Conference for $40 now, even if you don't have a deck for it, yeah. Set it aside because eventually it'll You'll be find one, yeah, It's going to go, gonna go right back
1: out.
0: <laughs> yep. Alright, Squee,
2: what's your favorite reprint? It's boring. It's Misty Rainforest. I like it. I drew one in a pack a long time ago. It was very exciting and that's all I have to say about that.
0: Yeah, that's
1: fair. Duck? Uh, and this card also just really needed a reprint. Uh, Patriarch's bidding. So three colors, black, black for a sorcery. Each player chooses a creature type. Each player returns all creature type cards of a type chosen this way from the graveyard to the battlefield. Just like any, literally any other card that says choose a creature type, it's arbitrarily expensive. Um, And then this also had only been printed once, minus the two uh, gold copies that you can still get for cheaper than the new ones. So yeah, so again, pretty bread and butter, uh, just like everything else. But it's a good card to pick up because the price will probably go up. uh, We'll probably start going up again. All right. Well, guys, that
0: wraps up our not-so-accurate set review of Modern Horizons 2. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. If you're a part of our Patreon community, be sure to go into MTG Action 4 News today and comment in the Discord and let us know what you thought and if any of us either hit real close to home or maybe not even in the ballpark. Well, that's going to wrap up. What's the plane, Chase? Now, in that last segment, Squid so Dives into those creative juices with The Weatherly. Weather welcome back to the weatherlight report coming to you
2: live from weatherlight chopper six yeah had to rebuild that's correct two times thanks mr <laughs> combo appreciate that uh, cryptolith <laughs> right you're on my radar don't worry about it uh, i will make sure that you take your shoes off before you board my aircraft next time um oh. i'm talking about elegeth crossroads auger here we're talking about scry folks Ooh, yeah scry so Uh, more from a recent set this is actually from commander Legends. so four colors two blue legendary creature sphinx it's a rare flying if you would scry a number of cards draw that many cards instead it has partner it's a five six i'm not going to explore the partner options right now but think of this as an exploratory version of how you can scry when you use this as a partner so I thought this mechanic was very interesting when it came out. This card's not very expensive. I I don't think it's being used heavily, even as a partner, but just as itself, under 200 decks still. But the amount of cards that are in blue that allow you to scry in pretty big fashion, I think, is a very interesting way to use this as a partner. You could use this as your draw card partner and use a different... Commander per se as your do damage or knock people out and do it that way. So uh, I'm going to approach this weatherlight report as a weatherlight chopper six backup. Uh, this is cryptic analid. So first card we're talking about three colors and a blue creature worm beast. It's an uncommon. When cryptic analid enters the battlefield, scry one, then scry two, then <laughs> scry <laughs> three. That's
1: nice. <laughs> Yeah, not bad. Oh, uh, very cute, very cute, yeah.
2: very cute. Yeah, yeah. So, so in the four words of, of cards? yeah, in the words of LeBron James, I believe it's not one, it's not two, it's not three, it's not four, it's not five, it's six, um, and it's a one-four to boot for fun. Yeah, this this is essentially a four mana draw six, have a one-four creature onto the battlefield as well, and then if you can do any other shenanigans in blue with drawing cards, which I know that you can. This could pair really well in here. What do you guys think? How do how do you feel like this is not your your main commander, but how
1: do you feel about this as a backup commander? I mean, you might as well just put you might as well just <laughs> you might as well just put in uh, green <laughs> a green partner and go from there. Silver <laughs> the with whatever that new silver card is. I like this, this card's really cool. Uh, I've never heard of this before. Uh, it's a great pull. Yeah. Um, yeah. Four to draw six is pretty good yeah yeah i, I th- that's all we're
2: talking about today here we're, we're talking about how can we scry and draw more for less um so we're gonna go back just a little bit all the way back to a card that has buyback on it so mystic speculation it's a sorcery it's an uncommon it costs one blue has buyback for two colorless which for those playing the home game if you're not aware oh. As you play this spell, if you do so, you may put this card into your hand as it resolves for two colorless. So for three mana, scry three and put this back in your hand. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> three mana draw
1: three. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Unconditional. <laughs> I, I over, and over and over and over and over,
2: over
1: again. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. Three dollars, though, Squee, you're really pushing it on
2: these uncommons. Look, I'm, I'm so sorry that I had to go and find some extremely expensive cards out there in the ethosphere. I'm not Ultra Budget Bruise. I am only trying to fund the third helicopter that I fly in. Um, behold the multiverse. That's where we're going. It's heim. It's actually fairly recent in here, so... Three colorless and a blue. It's an instant. It's a common. Scry two, then draw two cards. And then it also has a foretell for a colorless and a blue. So for those playing the home game, if you want to, you can play this for a colorless and a blue, face down, pay two colorless later and flip it over and play it for its scry two and draw two cards. Essentially draw four cards. I like this because in an early ramp situation, if you get this in the hand, you draw it. You have your opening hands you got turn two yeah maybe play a mana rock maybe do something and or put down this card that i can sit on for two turns while i'm waiting for anything to happen because the board's pretty slow and draw four cards
0: F- yeah and yeah just, and just yeah and it's nice just because if you don't have your commander out there when you get this card you just foretell it leave it there and eventually when you get your commander then you actually cast it
1: and it's like the, yeah exactly it's, it's like the mystery box it could be anything it could, what's the foretold? <laughs> it, could be, it, could be, it could be any one of the four cards that have foretell on it that people play in Commander. I, I believe, as Tuck would say,
2: think of the value. Think of the value. Oh, my God. Yeah, just like, think of the value. You, you could get the best card in your deck. Who knows? You could get four of the best cards in your deck. All right. In the essence of time, everybody, I know these set reviews kill everybody on time. We're talking about one last card here. Tried to pull out all the stops. Brain in a jar two colorless what? it's an artifact oh, yeah. it's a rare one tap oh, yeah, rare. put a charge counter on brain in a jar then you may cast an instant or sorcery card with converted mana cost equal to the number of charge counters on brain in a jar from your hand without paying its mana cost and then it also has three tap remove x charge counters from brain in a jar scry x it's like a horrible as foretold yeah like put this card out early in the game and i guarantee you people will let you put as many charge counters on this card as you want to yeah go ahead. And not but only can you play about, whatever that, other you're getting free incident sorceries yeah i know but okay so maybe we'll put a mana cap on it maybe you mana cap it at like once you get to five charge
1: counters people are going to start getting suspicious there but you it's go. like but it's such a greasy it's like such a slimy card because you have to like if you draw a three drop and it has three on it, you can't do anything with that. Yeah. No, That's it's, it's exact, a very situation. So, so so like,
2: I, I, I honestly don't think people are going to think a whole lot of this. If you're playing in a deck like this, where you're scrying and drawing cards, they're going to be like, oh, he's just trying to scry and draw cards. Yeah. And then you could also for fun sneak out. Maybe and make sneak one. It yeah. just like wins the game for, you know, shits and giggles. I, I don't know. I I thought this was like the under the radar, low costed, money wise, mana wise, high costed and effort kind of card that I like. I think that I think that's an excellent analysis. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the artwork on that's dope. Check it out. It's got a brain in a jar. in and or around uh, a jar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as I can tell. Anyways, I'll I'll, I'll kick it back to
0: the Action Four News Desk with Mister Combo and Big Tuck, and that felt nice to say. Thank you for staying with us, and as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders at level1gameshop.com. You could support us financially by hanging over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmd tower. With reward tiers for all the budget, there is a way that you, the collective, can help. Also don't forget about our store, cmdtowercom merch. We do sell our playmats, our sleeves, our tokens, our coins, everything but our souls. You can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 news team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmdtower.com. You can communicate directly with the team at cmdtower, at Mr. Comment number 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at Deer squee, at Tuck tweeting from your MTG Action 4 news team. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.